0: Hey, how you doing? It is M.T. Heard the Credit King. And uh, I'm making this post or I'm making this uh, this podcast today. It is July the 3rd, 2021. And um, I'm doing more work to keep um, to keep my listeners and, and, you know, my viewers, you know, because we also post this on on YouTube as well. Uh, just kind of keep you up to date on some things that are going on. So I was uh uh, you know, I get uh, you know text messages or updates from like certain newspapers, like USA Today and and the um, like CNN. It just you know, just kind of keep up to date what's going on. And I got this thing from USA Today inside of personal finance. I think this was written on. Let me see the date that this was written. So if you, and I'll put the link to this as well too. Uh, sometimes it's hard to find when these things were done. Uh yeah, July 2nd, 2021, okay? So, it says Congress considers credit reporting overhaul including putting government in charge of scores. Now, I don't know if I want the government in charge of the scores. Um I know I know what they're talking about, you know, putting something like this in the government's hands will make it more public because right now Equifax, Experian and TransUnion are um they are uh they're privately held companies or right? they're private companies. And they are for profit companies. So uh, and, and before I get more to the article, um, you know, Equifax, Experience and TransUnion. The reasons the reasons why it's so challenging to fix your credit is because they sell bad credit information to companies that offer bad credit loans. So like a company will buy like one million accounts and all these accounts have. You know, bad credit—they're below seven hundred. They may have some derogatories, late payments, charge-offs, bankruptcies, and it's—it's a little harder for these individuals to get access to loans, car loans, mortgages, personal loans. So, a company like, um, you know, a company like Credit Karma will market the reason Credit Karma is free is because they market, um, you know, this—it's an advertising board, and a lot of those places that are advertising on Credit Karma, Credit Karma offer bad credit loans, bad credit credit cards, bad credit loans, bad credit everything. And these companies buy the information from the credit bureau. This is how the credit bureau makes money, all right? So these, these are multi-million, multi-billion dollar companies. They're for profit. And so that's why it's so challenging. It takes so long to fix your credit because they, they can't make money with good credit. All right. So once you mess up, it's going to take some time to fix your credit. So I just want to give it to you. I just want to let you know if you want to get your credit fixed, you know, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. You're going to be looking at some months. And I don't care what these companies out here say. These credit repair gurus what have you 30 days, 800 credit score. That is BS. All right. I almost said the other word. That is straight up BS. You are talking to someone who it took 11 months to get my credit from a five Oh five to a seven Oh seven. I mean a solid seven Oh seven. I'm not talking about buying accounts seven Oh seven. I'm not talking about doing things shady. I'm talking about a solid, no derogatories, rebuilt accounts, new accounts that I had to get payment history on solid 700 credit score. All right. It takes time. So I'm just, I just want to get, put that out there. So let's, let's get back to the article. Um, it says amid all of this week's news, one potential game changing piece of legislation seemed to slip under the radar. The idea of dramatically overhauling overhauling the U.S. credit reporting industry. It says good credit is a gateway to health, said House Committee uh, financial chair Maxine Waters. We all know who Maxine Waters is. Yet for far too long, our credit reporting system has kept people of color and low income persons from access to capital to start a small business, access to mortgage loans, to become homeowners and access to credit to meet financial emergencies. That's true. Okay, I I know for a fact that 54 percent of African-Americans and Hispanics have bad credit. Fifty four percent. That's over half of individuals have bad credit. Now, some of that has to do with historical uh, just, just his historical things that have happened, you know, j- th- just this kind of information is kept away from African-Americans and low income individuals like financial literacy is just not taught. It's not taught in schools. It's not is, you know, it's not something that's get, who it was not given to our parents. I know my parents weren't financially literate. My grandparents were not financially literate. My great grandparents were not financially literate because some of my great grandparents were slaves. All right. And my great great grandparents were slaves. So. Just, just, I'm just talking about from, from, from MT herds, uh, background. There was no financial literacy. It financial literacy really started with myself, my brother and my sister because we were some of the first individuals to go to college and it kind of opened it up to a different world. And then I started reading different books about financial literacy. I said, well, hold on. Why don't they teach this in school? Okay. So that's where all this this came from. So my financial literacy legacy starts with myself and I teach it to my daughters. Anybody I can get my my hands on to get this information to in my family or people that I meet. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I make sure they get it. All right. So let me go down this article here. Um, it says, in addition to a single credit bureau idea, which I think is great. Uh, Wu, which is somebody who's you know part of this, also proposed several other policies that, if Im- implemented, could improve the financial lives of Americans struggling to improve their credit scores and financial lives. Some of things is prohibiting the use of credit score information for purposes of. Unrelated to credit decisions, all right? This means that most employers could no longer use credit reports in their candidate screening process. That's great, because a lot of people don't get jobs because they made some mistakes on their credit. Reduced amount of time, negative information remains on your credit report. Some information stays on there forever, right? And But most like seven to 10 years, Information like mispayments and collections will fall off after four years instead of seven. Bankruptcies will continue to stay on for seven years, which I think is is crazy. Limit the reporting of medical debt. That's great. Uh, Protect economic victims of COVID-19. right. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of my my credit repair clients have come out of COVID-19. All right. And we, we've adjusted our prices accordingly. So uh, I'm going to put this link in the, in down description area. So, click on it, read it for yourself. I think this is great. You know, again, I'm not so sure if I want the government involved in my credit. You know, yeah, my third eye is is twitching, <laughs> you know, but it's going to take it from the private sector to the public sector. And I think it's going to be able to really help some individuals out. So take a look at the article. Um, If you, if you need some credit repair help to click on the link down below, it's going to take you over to our store. If you have some um, if you need some help with. Um, EWS and check systems, or just, just click on the link. It's going to take you over to our store. And, um, you know, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, then, you know, make sure that you, you know, you check out the, 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 the pin link in the comment section. Hey, make sure you subscribe to this channel. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Emptured the credit King. And we'll be talking with you soon.